Hello and welcome to the very first episode of our series on healing called Healing 101. And as I explained in, in the introduction, uh, we are going to be unpacking one by one some foundational truths to this ministry or this, this theology on healing. Now, whether you uh, believe it or not, you have a preset theology on healing. The, the things that you've accumulated over your lifetime, or maybe over just even since you started thinking about or heard of the possibilities of seeing the sick healed miraculously, or whether you've heard nothing about it, you have a certain set of beliefs around this uh, gift of the Spirit called healing. Now, what I want to do is to challenge those beliefs, not to challenge them in the sense of knocking them over, but either build into them or maybe change your perspective if your perspective isn't biblically correct, of course. So the first one that I want to look at, and as I said, I've, I've pulled out a handful of, of these uh, fundamental keys, uh, foundational keys that I believe uh, would propel you into a place of confidence in the ministry of healing. Um, they're not all inclusive. I'm sure you we could look at more. But for the sake of this series, these are the ones that I believe are important. So the first one uh, that, that would be our, our uh, initial or first block, building block of our foundation would be, what do you believe about the source of sickness? What or who is the source of sickness? Now, off the bat, I want to quote two scriptures quickly to, to just uh, simplify the matter for, for, for those of you listening. The first is in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, where it says that Jesus went about curing or healing all those who were oppressed by the devil. Now, from that scripture, it is evident, it is, it is clearly apparent that Jesus went about healing those who were oppressed by who? The devil. So it is clear that the devil is the source of that oppression, the, the, the sickness. And Jesus was casting out demons and he was healing the sick. We know what this refers to, uh, if you know, if you read through the Gospels. And then in John chapter 10, 10, which is, which is in, in the Gospels, of course, uh, we read this statement from John that says, Now the devil comes to, or the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. And uh, God, Jesus came to give us life and give it in all of its abundance. So again, there's a clear contrast between the, the, the devil's work or the enemy's work, Satan's work and God's work. Now I've found over the years that for many people from the, off the bat, they confuse God and, and Satan's, um, let's say, job descriptions, if, I could, if, I could, if you would allow me to put it that way. Um, they confuse Satan's work for God's work. And so many people would say things like, you know, but God, God's done this so that he could be glorified, or God's given me this disease so that he can do whatever. Now, it, it, fundamentally, that's a bad belief because that's not biblical. That's not what we see taught, especially in the New Testament uh, as New Covenant believers on this side of the cross. We don't see that happening, that being a rule uh, or theologically correct. So sickness is clearly from the devil, uh, according to Acts chapter 10, verse 38, and also according to John 10, 10. I think I can throw in uh, Luke chapter 5, verse 31, where Jesus actually says that this, it's not those who are healthy who need the doctor, but the sick need the, need a doctor. And that word sick, uh, the, the, the um, Greek word, is actually evil. 
the the Greek word for sick used in that passage is actually the word evil, which again means that sickness is evil, and if it's evil, it cannot be from God, right? Because God is not evil. God is good. He is he is um, fundamentally good. Everything about God is good. So these are just some scriptures uh, that we would definitely use as um, as markers for us to be able to to know what is the source of sickness, who is the source of sickness. And and even in Ex- as far back as Exodus 15 verse 26, we read there about that, that famous uh, name of God that often gets quoted is Jehovah Rapha. It says, I am, the, I am the go- your God who heals you. I am the God who heals you, which is then translated into Aramaic or Hebrew as uh, Jehovah Rapha. And so it's the self-revelation of God to, to be healer. It's not what he does it's who he is. God is healer. It, it doesn't say God is the inflictor. God is the healer. And, and, it's, and it's the healing that flows from his nature. It's the nature of God to heal. It's the nature of God to restore and, and, and bring health back and, and bring um, order back into lives. And so I want to I want to kind of lead with this example from um, well it's actually in a couple of or three of the gospels we read about this example it's it's where uh, Jesus is accused of casting out demons by the power of Satan um, and you'll see I'm just going to refer I'll quote the scripture in terms of referring to the the chapter and the verse I'm not always going to read through all of them for time's sake uh, but I'll paraphrase and kind of refer back as I speak. So as I was saying, um, this is where Jesus was casting out demons and the Pharisees accused him of doing it by the power of Satan. And, and Jesus' response was, well, um, if, if Satan is casting out Satan, which is what you are saying, then the house is divided. And a house divided against itself cannot stand. That kingdom will not stand. So you can go read about that in Mark chapter 3 from verse 23 to 27, or in Matthew chapter 12 as well, or in Luke chapter 11, you'll find this same story um, in those chapters. So, so Jesus is making it clear. A house divided against itself cannot stand. Here's the point. If, if G- Jesus was saying, if God was going around uh, making people sick, and Jesus was going around healing them, then the house is divided. Then it cannot be that Jesus is doing God's will because we know that Jesus only did the Father's will. So Jesus would have then been going against the will of God and the house would be divided and that kingdom will not be able to stand, which we know is not true because God and Jesus were perfectly in unity and Jesus always did what he saw the Father do. Um, to take it a step further is, is saying that, you know, Jesus had, if um, that scripture also refers to, if you want to plunder someone's house, break into someone's house, you first have to bind up the strong man and then you can break into his house. So which essentially would mean that Jesus was binding up God and then casting him out, which again just is ridiculous to even think about that logically um, and, and, and in the flow of what scripture teaches us. It doesn't, it doesn't line up. So if God made you sick, you would not be able to expect him to heal you. Um, it would be his will that you would be sick, right? That's, that's the logic behind it. So if we are thinking that the, the source of our sickness is God, then we cannot even pray to him for, for him to heal us. Because if he made me sick, why would, he then, why would it then be his will for me to be healed? It doesn't make logic, not logical sense. So we cannot, we cannot believe that, that he makes us sick. 
because another example of of the the character and the nature of God is is of the good father in in Matthew chapter 7 um, from verse 7 to 12 where we say where we read uh, again I'm just paraphrasing where it says that if if we ask God for a bread he won't give us a stone if we ask him for a fish he won't give us a snake how much more uh, if we ask him for the spirit will he not give of his spirit and then it says that if our fathers our earthly fathers who are evil obviously in comparison to Jesus to God if our earthly fathers who are evil know how to give us good gifts, how much more will God not give us from the Spirit when we ask? And again, that's just a, a perfect referral to the nature of the goodness of God. That if if me if if me as a dad, if I if I'm not if I can know how to give my kids good gifts, um, how much more will God not do the same for me if He's so much better than I am? Even in my worst state, even in my worst day, I would never want to harm my child to teach them a lesson or to help them grow or to, to give them a better understanding or to make them like me better. Isn't that what we say? Praise God, he's made me sick. No, like I think you're lying to yourself when you say that. But, but to be able to go, I wouldn't want to wish or do harm to my child um, to, to, to teach them something. In fact, it would be a criminal offense if I had to go and break my child's leg to teach them something or inject them with something and make them sick or poison them. You know, that would, be, that would truly be a criminal offense. So how can we even imagine that God would do that? He is even better than we are. And, and Matthew chapter 7 then proves that to us. So in conclusion, um, just to kind of put a bow around this foundation that it is clear for us from these scriptures at least and 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 i mean as i said there will always be more scriptures that we can bring up but for the sake of time we just won't be doing that but it's but it's clear that that it's the enemy who brings the sickness it's not god god is the one who heals us his plans for us are good he wants us well and so we need to hold on to to that specific truth so that we can be confident that when we are questioning a certain situation that we can, can say, no, I know that it's Satan who causes sickness and God who, who's the healer. So that's what I, what I believe in. Now, I'm not saying that God isn't able to put sickness on someone. You know, the Old Testament will prove me wrong. <laughs> um, and I'm okay with that. I've wrestled with these things before as well. But I am saying that Jesus proves that it is not his will for us to be sick as new covenant Christians. Um, sickness was part of the curse. Sickness was part of the curse of the Old Testament. In fact, it's never mentioned as a blessing in the Bible. I can't, if you can find a scripture that mentions sickness as a blessing, I'll give you a handshake because I honestly haven't found that. It's always part of the curse. But I don't want to jump ahead. We will get into some uh, comparing the Old and the New Testament because that is also a fun, fundamental foundation that we need to look at for us to be able to, to say, okay, I'm okay with what it says in the Old Testament, who God is, still the same God. But we'll look at that in future episodes. For now, at the end of today's episode, I want to leave this summary with you saying that the devil is the one who causes destruction. He steals, he kills and destroys. And God gives life and all of its abundance. Mm-hmm.